I, I will tell you though, uh, after finishing the uh, Karate Kid movies, I'm like, I want to fucking watch Cobra Kai. Dude, you the need first to watch Cobra. episode, the first episode, I'm sold. Like, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to anything. Like, I'm I'm sold so yeah. much so that um, Kayla's big in How I Met Your Mother. You know, mm-hmm. and I told her like, literally, the premise of the show is fucking Barney's crazy ass theory. <laughs> and, like, and that's all I had to tell her. Yep. And she's like, I'm fucking in at that point. I'm only, I'm only on the second episode. It's like, great. Now I got to stop. So I have oh, her. We watched. Yeah. Yeah. So now we, we rewatched the first two episodes. We just watched a third last night. I'm going to try to see if I can squeeze two more out of her tonight. Well, and you, <laughs> you watched all the karate kids. It's, it just keeps getting better for you. It just keeps doing oh, more, yeah. more inside stuff. And that's, yeah, it's, I love that show. That's the one thing that sucks though. Is she's not seen the karate kid movies. And I'm like, oh. do I, do I stop? And have her watch those so she can appreciate everything. I mean, you can definitely watch Cobra Kai without watching them. I think it's entertaining. But you really get this, like, nostalgia burst when you've seen Karate Kid, you know? I I do think uh, the only comment, the only negative comment I have about Cobra Kai, and I think you'll get there, is it goes off the rails with what people get away with with fighting. Like, it, it doesn't start out that way, but there's a point where that show is like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. And you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. I, I was almost with the first episode when he's hanging out outside the place eating his pizza and those kids beat up the other one. And he's starting to fight the kids. I'm like, no one's going to stop this grown man from oh. beating the shit out of kid. And then, the, oh. of course, the cops show up. And I'm like, okay. Okay. You, you haven't somebody even Just wait till the kids all start kicking each other's asses. Like, it gets, it gets crazy with the fights. It gets real crazy with the fights. Like, I think it's end of season two, I want to say. There's this, and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's this fight. And my Melissa, who's in love with the show, just like, all right, this is a little over the top. <laughs> like, what's happening here? And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is a little, this is a little crazy. They get crazy with that, like real crazy. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good, it's not great, horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair, it's really not that good. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zach Rye with Old Man Gaming. Welcome to a horrible gaming podcast you have chosen for whatever reason to listen to us today and by us i am not alone nor am i ever alone with me is neil aka tiny wizard that is right neil is here with me and we have a a nice show of gaming where we're going to talk about some uh possibly good things and some absolutely terrible things and you know everybody's gonna correct me and uh, you know the normal stuff i'm gonna feel exhausted by the end of it We, we this is how we roll but You're we... already just emotionally drained already. and nothing even started already. yet. Oh nothing my god. Nothing even started. I'm already I'm already yeah, already emotionally drained. Uh so before we get into all the fun, 
Uh, <laughs> let's do some credits. Number one, if you're watching this on YouTube, behind the fancy timestamps, you're looking at fancy graphics. If they're original and they're original to this channel, then they are created by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And then, of course, the theme song for this show and all of the shows here at OMGW are supplied by the man who GW. makes the music. What, what did I say? OMGW. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, whatever. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> we know what you mean, but I mean you're already anticipating corrections, so I figure I just a little nudge. Yeah, so you just got to start right now, like immediately? Yeah, Jesus, Yo, at least yeah. give me a fucking three days of solace before the internet does it. Uh, yeah, Nick Van Siders, man who makes the music. He makes the theme song for this and all of the shows here on Old Man Gaming, the YouTube channel. I mean, in fairness, he makes all the theme songs for OMGW, too. So, you know. True. <laughs> all right. Horrible Gaming Podcast. That brings us to our first segment, our most important segment, and that is fan traction. This is the segment in which we talk to you guys, the fans. We read your comments in all the places we can find them, as long as there isn't too many. But there is too many this time, and I'm still going to try and read them all. Uh, and we just riff on them. We give you our opinion on them. We, uh, you know, the whole nine yards. We apologize if we need to. Um, sometimes we just don't apologize even if we do need to. That's just the, That's just our way. Our way so all right so we had a lot of kev comments a lot of kev kev was feeling spicy so i'm gonna do his second because we actually had some comments from some other people first we had jason the professor he commented blah 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 to which i responded sums it up really well that's that's about it that's a podcast. Solid. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Uh, and then we had a returning commenter. He commented on the 100th. We really appreciated him. He's apparently a longtime viewer who has only just started commenting. Usually he's very quiet. Uh, and he decided uh, to, uh, to, to chime in again. And I'm going to pronounce his name correctly this time because he actually gave me a key for it. So it is William Ho Owen. Yep, nailed it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I nailed it. Uh, hi, great episode. Started gaming in 1990 with the Nintendo Game Boy. Handhelds are my jam. And did and you did pronounce my name way better than it usually is pronounced. Parentheses, H-O-O space W-I-N is how I say it. So I hope I did that right. Ho-O-In. Uh, all right. Here's my comments, parentheses. You don't have to read all of this, really. William, fan traction is sacrosanct. We have read comments I really didn't want to read, and yours is one I want to read, so we're going to read them. Switch OLED, dot, dot, dot. Man, can't wait for the battery to last a shorter time. <laughs> parentheses, I have two PS Vita. Love the OLED screen, but the LCD one lasts way longer. Guess I'll be continuing to use my phone with Razer Kishi controller. Steam Deck. I don't like the design, but I might bring but it might bring some good competition. A good thing overall, just not for me, I think. Then he goes, "I love MMO and I love single player games offline. No live service single player games, please. Makes no sense to me. 
I don't know if I agree with that, William, but... And then he says, and yeah, fuck hype. No more CGI trailers. I don't care anymore. Give me gameplay footage or just shut up. Please and thank you. Blizzard, leave it at that. Thanks for the episode. See you soon. Smiley face. William, I could not agree with you more on the fuck the hype thing. I'm so sick of it. I'm so over it. If you don't have gameplay or a date to show me, I don't want to see it. I don't care. It's a lie anyway. Um, anything you want to add there, Neil? Uh, no, I, that pretty well sums it up. Yeah. I, I do and, believe. And thanks for commenting again, William. We appreciate it. And we appreciate all the times you've listened before, honestly. And I hope I got your name better this time. Ho-Owen. Ho-Owen. I'm going to be trying. I, I, I literally been practicing in the mirror to get it right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with him on the no live service single player games. Uh, just because... And I, I actually kind of want to do, I don't know if I'm going to call it a terrible talk, but I kind of want to do something on what games as service is anymore, honestly, because uh, uh, I think that that phrasing is so blurred at this point. I mean, you look at a game like a single player game like State of the K2, which I absolutely love. I stream it. It's one of my all time favorite games. That game has monthly updates <laughs> and and content that, that comes in from the internet regularly. So like... What even is a fucking live as service game anymore, you know? I think it just boils down to not just updates but content. Because I mean, you can update something all day every day, but you're not really adding anything but, to it if it's just like a patch, you know. But now, State of Decay gets gets regular gun switch. They have a bounty broker and it has regular gun and clothing options that pop in for extra like tasks and they switch them up every two months. Oh yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely live service then. Right, that's live service, but the game is not a live service game. It's a completely single player game and I still think that's done right. So it's it's tricky. We're in a real tricky world now where like you think about games as service, you think about them like an MMO, but really like what game is not an MMO? Uh, I, I'm sorry, not a live service anymore. Almost all of them even if you're not even if you exclude the updates and patches like like take those out of there you're still getting these regular like little content updates uh and little changes and tweaks to the game even streets of rage 4 has had them uh it's it's tough to like discern anymore i i don't feel like i mean and if you look at the the original definition of games as service the original definition of games as service it's what kev tutal said uh months and months ago which is you pay a subscription fee to the game and the game is a service to you you know what i mean yeah and and that's not what they are anymore so i don't know it's real tricky it's real tricky so i don't know that i i necessarily agree with that uh just because there are those like games that are are better at, even as single players that just get constant content drops you know yeah um Okay, so let's get into the Kevin, because Kevin was feeling uh, spicy today. Very spicy. Ooh, and I'm spicy. And I'm feeling spicy tonight, so this might get ugly. Oh, uh, goodness. Yeah, uh, he, he can't stop listening now. He's a Secretary of Defense, so I can say whatever I want to him. This is, this, is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the cross he bears by actually being in the zeitgeist of the channel now and actually having a title, is he can't walk away. So, like... I don't have to be nice to him anymore. Um, 
it's okay, Kev. Kev. I'll still be nice to you. <laughs> Kev too tall. My God, it's about damn time. I don't know what you're referring to, but we'll take all the time we want, Kev. Kev too tall. Nintendo just felt the need to switch it up. I got to give him that. Uh, I, yeah. I see what he did there. Very yes. funny. Uh, he then said, yes, episode 100 was really fun to record. Again, we thank you, Kev, for being here. We really appreciate that uh, and helping us out, moderate. It was it was very good. Uh, then Kev Tutal said, Breath of the Wild 2, Electric Boogaloo. I want that to be the title more than anything in my life. <laughs> Kev Tutal, the Ethernet port is Nintendo admitting that online is the future and Wi-Fi isn't the best game experience. Neil is 100% right about Nintendo not aiming for the best hardware. Also, every Smash player will get the OLED model now. Fair enough. Every Smash yeah, player will. Yeah, that's true. I still, I still 100% think this is the answer to the next generation problem. 100%. I'm, I have not, nothing I have seen has changed my opinion of that. I mean, it uh, definitely makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, then he said, going to be picky, Zach. Technically, every Nintendo handheld has been run off SSDs. Whatever, Kev. It's not a 64 freaking gigabyte whatever or a f 512 gigabyte SSD that they've been running off. And that's what I'm talking about. Dick. Uh, then... <laughs> then then Steam Deck will change the game in portability. We're on the same page on this one. Look, Steam Deck might not be for you, and I totally get that. I totally get anybody looking at that and saying it's not for us, but I think 100% it is a game changer. Like It's, it's something we're going to look back on, whether you owned one or not, and go, that's when the handheld business changed a little bit, you know? I think it's as much a game changer as the Switch, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Kev Tutal, Neil, you can own 700 million emulators, just don't have any ROMs, and you are not breaking any laws, my friend. <laughs> Technically, as long as I have the cart of the game, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, of I which I have... The carts of all the games I have, of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not an incorrect statement. I mean, really, who's enforcing that law? Game Grumps regularly admits that they're using emulators in a joking manner. Like, if somebody was going to crack down on it, they would have, you know? Yeah, it's usually the people who are hosting it, not necessarily right. the ones who are getting right. them. Uh, Kev Tutal, Steam Deck wins on game library before you even get to AAA titles. The absolute volume of excellent free games or games under $5 on Steam is insurmountable for any of the big three. Uh, again, Steam Deck's going to change the game. It, re it really is. And not saying everybody should just run out and buy one. I'm not endorsing it because I will probably never own it. But it's going to change the game. Uh, Kev too tall. Yes, you can put Windows on the Steam Deck. They said so themselves. Kev, that's not what we were talking about. We were talking about Games Pass. That's what we were talking well, about, not Windows. We both knew that you could put Windows on it. We talked about it, that they could put Windows on it. It's Games Pass that we're wondering about. Well, I mean, it stands to reason that, at, like, Xbox is built, like, the Xbox right. game stuff is built into Windows, especially right. with 
like Windows 11's focus is going to be on like a lot more of the gaming stuff too. Right. I I really would be astounded if if uh, Game Pass was not on. Right. Was not supported. Right. Right. I mean, this is true, but still, when we were talking about it, we both knew that Windows was on Steam Deck. We just weren't. We thought the Games Pass was, but we weren't one hundred percent sure because. I don't know, if I'm Steam Deck, I would be like, hmm, how do we block Games Pass from being on here? You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was like you said, like, I feel like uh, Valve went out and made a handheld for Xbox. Yeah. I mean, that's how it would be for me. I mean, Steam is great, and Kev is 100% right about the library of AAA titles, but uh, <laughs> Games Pass, I, I would consider buying it just for Games Pass, honestly. Like, and then you don't have to worry about the streaming stuff like you would on the Razer Kishi, which the Razer Kishi and xCloud's great. I'm not saying it's not, but, like, you would be able to play those games where you need the Twitch speed because they'd be downloaded right to your handheld. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, okay. And then this one I have some stuff to say about. Kev says, delay is a way of life. Get over it with a bunch of laughing emotes. I know, Kev, you are 100% joking about this. I want you to know right off the bat before I say a bunch of stuff that I know you're joking. I know that's just a joke. And I'm not taking you at face value there. But I do want to say delay should not be a way of life, guys. It's not the way this the way this industry works is bullshit. It's evil and it's shitty and it's insidious and there's no there's no regulation to it and delays is another symptom of that and i i mean don't give us dates if you don't have games ready if you can't make the date don't give us the date period period unless a pandemic breaks out during it you there's no reason for it don't give us a date until you know you've got the game period and that's just another thing that adds into the whole fucking hype train the the and the way that gamers as a whole do this feeding frenzy shit for this stuff like they do, oh we got a date it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter or or we got the oh we got an announced trailer it's not an announced tra- <clears throat> it's an announced trailer guess what guess what i'm making in my basement i'm making the next duke nukem game right now in my basement i'm gonna pull a little serious? trailer again Exactly. Are you Ex- serious? No, I'm not fucking oh serious. Oh my god. Of course I'm not making you, that. World premiere. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> I just I I think there is a level of we like a like even though Kev is completely joking about this, there is a lot of people out there who have this thought process that delay is just a way way of life. The only reason something is a way of life is when everybody accepts it. Don't accept that. Ask for more from the companies that supply your games. Seriously. Uh, Then Kev's final comment. Neil, you seriously overestimate how many people actually own an RTX 3090. Yes, EVGA keeps stock of every product for RMA purposes. So it's not a matter of finding stock. It's already sitting there. See, I was under the impression that, I mean, granted, the 3090s, like, 
$1,500, but I was under the impression that that was one of the ones that people were really gunning for the most and was like one of the hardest ones to get your hands on. I know the 3080s were tough, but I thought that they weren't producing as many 3090s due to the silicon needed to make them. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's still, I mean, at the end of the day, it still blows because now, like, there are people who wanted to buy a 3090, but now those have to be allocated back to mm -hmm. those people whose they were ruined, which, good, again, good on EVGA for, you know, taking that step because it's a problem that occurred that wasn't even EVGA's fault. Right. It was the Amazon, whatever game studio is making that game that, World, that yeah. bricked it in the first place. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with that thought process. I, I think that like them keeping it on, that's like them having to give these out to people who lost theirs creates even more supply problem, period, for like graphics cards. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think that's bullshit. I do. I, I actually agree with you on that one, Neil. But overall, I'm gonna stay out of it since he talked to you about that one. Uh, <laughs> you're, so, you're allowed to comment on stuff. You I mean, not. how many times have you shied away when I'm commenting on stuff? I'm I'm shying away. Sometimes too. I don't have anything to say. Well, I don't have anything to say. More. There you go. Oh, right didn't sound like you. you didn't have anything to right say. It sounded like you had something to say, but you were biting your tongue. All right, well, in fairness, I always have something to say, but sometimes I choose not to say it. Um, a man so of silence waiting in the corner. Oh, I am <laughs> not a man of silence. <laughs> There's a little bar in my head that reaches a quotient of words, and it's just like, hey, you got you to gotta stop talking for a couple of minutes and just so that we make sure that everything coming out of your senile fucking skull is, uh, <laughs> is okay for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so I, that's it for fan traction, big fan traction, and uh, thank you, William, and even thank you to Jason for the blah blahs. Uh, we appreciate all the comments you get. Any comments you post, we will read, good or bad. Of course, you'll have to deal with us reading them and then responding to them, which can always be bad. But yeah, we we appreciate it. So I think we should wrap up fan traction. Go to our uh, first topic. Sure. <laughs> Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right. So our first topic I'm very excited to hear about. Uh, we're going to be trying to release something on the channel if it comes through. Uh, but but we're going to talk about it here because everybody knows that the Halo Infinite beta happened this weekend. Uh, and uh, uh, a lot of people are saying a lot of things about it. But surprisingly... Our own Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard, actually got into the beta, my friend. And so you actually got to play a little bit of it. We want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly. Take it away, man. All right. Uh, I don't know. So I, I don't know where to start, I guess, with the good stuff. Um, so it's the, the, the test flight overall uh, was it, it was not it was multiplayer, but it was a bot slayer. So you would get match made in with three other people. You would be on a team and you'd be playing against bots. Um, and we knew that bots were going to be a thing. They had announced this a while ago, but we finally got a chance to go against them. And I got to tell you, uh, apparently the first day that it went live, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get into it because they were having a lot of server issues 
um, the Halo Waypoint uh, website like completely crashed. You couldn't get any information. I couldn't get in. I know that I got my email via my actual email to get started to go through it, but I wasn't able to get in on the site. But that first day, the bots had functioned differently. They were apparently pushovers. And uh, they got some feedback uh, from people and immediately flipped some switches. And you would not know that these were bots in some cases. Hmm. You, there was a couple times where, like, we almost lost to bots. They were that good. And, like, they they knew enough to, like, avoid grenades. If you pop their shields, they would, like, go run away. Uh, if you go, like, they pop your shield, they'll still be aggressive towards you. It, it was wild. So at no point did I feel like I was just, you know shooting whatever just random bots in the game um overall it feels pretty good uh playing it it's got this weird mix of old school halo that's pretty much just back to basics of like power weapon control and you know just basically taking over an area of the map and just kind of holding it down there and the mix of the equipment system, which is very interesting. But at the same time, uh, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know if it was because it was technical issues. I didn't know uh, what, and maybe it was the fact that I was playing on my one S, but there were some things that just didn't feel right sometimes. Um, so like, let's see. So there were times where the, the one new thing that they have is the grapple shot. That's the thing that they showed in that first gameplay reveal to where you have your own little tether that you can shoot off and snag stuff. In the campaign, it's going to be like an infinite use sort of thing, but it's a, a consumable and equipment thing that you pick up in multiplayer. Um, so they showed that you're able to use it to like pull yourself towards enemies and grab weapons. In fact, there was a match I was playing last night where I had grapple shot, I was coming around the corner, and I saw somebody I was playing on my team was going for a grav hammer that had spawned on the map. Well, I had the grapple shot. I shot the grapple shot out and picked it up from under him, kind of like a dick. But I got it. So, like, you can pick up stuff from across the map. Uh, if you line up your shot, you know, you can tether to somebody and pull yourself straight towards them. Um, but... I don't know if it's that because... That sounds pretty awesome for melee it, players. It, yeah, it is. And I'm I'm pretty good. I, I tend to lean in more towards melee sometimes whenever I'm playing Halo. Gotta drop that hot ham! Yeah. <laughs> well, mm. the, the hammer feels different this time around, too. Uh, mm. The hammer, uh, it takes a minute to swing. Which is weird to me. Because, I mean, whether... You, like, it's... It's a one-hit kill anyway. So, I mean, maybe they're trying to dial it back to right. where, okay, you can stop somebody. Just like with the sword, you have that lunge. So there's that period of time where somebody's lunging towards you. Maybe right. it's that sort of thing. Um, but back to the grapple shot thing, I would assume that you'd be able to use it for traversal. And I may have done it once, but every single time, like there was one map I was playing on, there was like a... a second story ledge that I wanted to get up too fast that I couldn't jump and clamber up. So I fired the grapple shot and it would just tink, 
tink off. But one time I caught a hold of something and pulled myself up on the ledge. So, I mean, there was that. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the equipment system is, it's a throwback to Halo 3's equipment, but there are some other things that they've done that can kind of change up how multiplayer matches run. So like you have things like overshield and, uh, active camo, they fall under the realm of equipment. Now you don't have to use them the second you pick them up. Oh, that's cool. So you can hold on to it. So let's say you get into a skirmish with somebody, you're popped, you know there's dudes around the corner, you can hurry up and turn on an overshield if you have it. Um, but it's not a simple, you use it and it instantly goes. All the equipment has like a startup to it. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of just like all over the place with this because I don't have like my thoughts exactly all collected into one mass and of course now that i'm thinking about it i still it's still running through this evening so after we get done with this i can actually jump on it for a little right. bit before they end it well, um, how's, the, how's the shooting how's the base level stuff like how's so, the uh, shooting movement the stuff base like that? movement is good um uh, the movement is good and everything uh from what i saw in the settings there's actually a setting to where i don't I don't know if other people have had this issue, but I know I have. When you're, like, jumping up onto stuff, sometimes ledges are smaller than other ledges, but you have to do a full jump to where you jump your whole height all the way up in the air. So you have this floaty time, I guess, to where you're not, like, actually able to do something. There's a setting to actually toggle that to make a short jump. So your normal jump just kind of boops you up on that next ledge instead of having you jump all the way up. Okay. Uh, I didn't notice any difference with that, though. Um, the clamoring is nice. I love, I've loved that since Halo 5. Um, you mean the mantle? To where, Mantling. It, yeah. yeah. Mantle, clamoring, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. I've never heard anybody refer to it as clamoring other than you. Uh, yeah. Anyways. L- literally uh, never um, before in my life. Uh, I haven't <laughs> heard that referred to as that yeah. name until you just said it. Uh, so, so yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, it's just as it's functioned before. You know, you can get yourself up onto ledges. You don't have to have that perfect jump that you know. Okay. Oh, I made it onto the ledge. If you catch the ledge, you'll pull yourself up. Um, the guns are very interesting this time around. Uh, so they maintained, like, everything has a scope now. They brought that over from Halo 5. Okay. So, assault rifle and everything, you can jump, you can go into a scope with an assault rifle, everything like that. But the weapons that they have altered are interesting. So, instead of the standard shotgun, they have something that's called a bulldog. Uh, and it's... Version of the shotgun, uh, six shots. I believe it's six, five or six shots, but it's almost got the same power level as the Mauler from three. Okay. So unless you are directly inside of somebody's face, it will not be a one shot. And I believe they've actually reclassified it now as not a power weapon hmm. because of that. Which I, I don't know, as if I necessarily like that. Because if that's the case, I mean, it's just like any old other weapon, like, okay, go ahead, you know, whatever, throw shotguns everywhere. But I mean, at the same time, two shots at a regular shotgun distance, that's still gonna, that's still gonna drop an enemy. Um, I have a new favorite weapon, 
called the skewer. <laughs> the skewer is a harpoon gun. Nice, nice. That's the fun. skewer, and I have not been able to do this, but I hear tell that if you have people lined up, it works just like a sniper too. You can skewer straight through everybody. <laughs> the reload on it sucks though. Mm. Um, it seems to almost to be like a brute version of a sniper rifle. It actually um, seems like a crossbow from uh, uh, like Call of Duty. It's kind of a, a crossbow esque, and and the reload system on it. Um, they have a couple interesting weapons. Uh, I I will. There is one weapon that does not have a scope, but that's because it has an alt fire, kind of. The heat wave. Um, the heat wave is like this weird shotgun that almost functions like the plasma cutter in Dead Space. Okay. So the reticle uh, defaults to vertical, I believe, but. And if you shoot, it'll shoot all the shots straight in the line. It's like an energy shotgun. But if you hit the scope button, it will actually make it horizontal. Mm. And it works almost just like the scatter shot did in Halo 4. So like a energy ricochet after you fire. Mm. Um, so overall, I mean, everything feels really good to play. But I, I do have one issue and i don't I, know i would this, like to hear the issue because this the, the internet is crazy for this game right now like everybody so, is saying like the hype is kind of out of control i haven't heard one negative thing out of this beta so far so that's the thing aside from the usual like technical hiccups and what i'm about to say is probably like the knee-jerk reaction is oh well it's because it's a beta um but like if you look at gameplay of gameplay of you know other outlets like IGN and everything like that, uh, any basically anybody else who's played the game and their capture, everything runs like super smooth, looks super good. Oh my god, the frame rate! <laughs> um, really? I, now I'm playing on an Xbox One S, so already like. I've not seen anybody's gameplay look like mine did. I don't know if it's if it's primarily like an it's it's not an internet issue because there's no like clipping or anything like that. I don't have dudes just like running into walls and then teleporting around or anything like right. that. I have actual just total drops in frame rate to where I I cut down to maybe 20 sometimes 15 frames that's rough if i were to if i were to guess yeah so like you even are playing when stuff, on the older hardware though i am playing on the older hardware okay. um even when i'm loading into they have a uh they have a weapons academy so you can go through and try out the weapons and see how they function and you can like shoot dummies and stuff like that that's nice for a beta Usually yeah, it's that. it's very nice, and I went through and used every single weapon to see how they function and what they changed and everything like that with the stuff that they brought back. Um, even loading into that, the texture pop-in and model pop-in is insane. Uh, so I, I'm hoping it's not, but it seems like it's struggling on the older hardware which does not bode well moving forward. Again, it is 
it is a beta. It is a technical right. showcase, you know. So this is something that very well could be addressed later on. Right. Uh, right. But that's just what I've seen. But <laughs> what I did find crazy about it overall, they already have their their storefront up and running. <laughs> 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 they they give you uh they give you 3000 credits basically and you can go in and buy stuff. I got a uh, couple weapon coatings and they the, you can get the season pass which you can buy with the premium currency. I didn't do that because at this point it, it's you know it's almost over anyways. Uh right. it does seem though that the stuff that you get is going to carry over which would That's be very good. interesting. But well they really need as, to make it that way if people can actually spend money on it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I I never I never felt loading into the game that it was like, you know, like hey, go to the store and buy some stuff and there's no <laughs> like tutorial to be like this is how you buy things, like it's just there <laughs> off to the side. Now, I don't have an issue with this because it is a free to play game. I don't like microtransactions, but like the fact that it is going to be free to play, the right. multiplayer is right. like fine. You guys got to make money somehow. I get it, and it's not right. intrusive in any sort of way. So like, I'm cool with it. Well, and that's the um, thing. If you're gonna have a free to play game, there has to be a way to make money. There just yeah, somebody has to be. somebody somewhere has to make money, and I get right. it. And like right. that's. And it's fine. And it, from everything that I saw, the customization is bonkers. I that I that they had they really did in depth customization, starting with Halo Reach, to where you could go down to individual armor pieces. Mm -hmm. um, this is beyond that. You can get you can get custom colors done up. You can color palette your whole Spartan. Uh, you can do like attachments on weapon pieces or on uh, armor pieces you can give yourself prosthetics if you want you can look like a robot they have different body shapes too um they also have your own personal ai so there's the the announcer and the ai that gives you call outs of what's happening on the map so like oh power weapons are spawning stuff like that you can change those and like their color apparently i don't know what that has to do with anything because in my entire time playing i did not physically see that ai um but you can change all that stuff too i mean it's from what i've seen so far it's it looks good i that that whole performance issue thing that i had though is gotten a little it, it does it does make me nervous about the previous generation's hardware. Well it definitely um, it definitely makes me nervous since their big ad campaign too is that this is gonna be native four K for sixty FPS period. So if that's the way it is, they're they're really gonna hamstring some of the older systems that they're putting this on. And that it, might lead like the imbalance between the two might be leading to that frame rate drop, you know? Well, they are going to, they've already said that, like, when games come out, they have that smart update thing mm -hmm. to where you're going to have, it's going to, games are going to be developed for, like, the Xbox One overall, uh, like, the least common denominator, basically. And then from there, you're going to get an update based off of what console you are. Because, of course, the one, the Xbox Series S, 
in the Xbox Series X even, the Series S can't do what the Series X can in some right. instances with the checkerboarding and stuff like that. Right. So those are all going to be separate updates. And in this instance, I'm sure it was something to where they were like, okay, so let's, you know, zhuzh it up a little bit. Because I had seen articles saying running on a Series X, this multiplayer beta was running at 100 plus frames a second. Right. Which did right. in... I believe it can because I've seen videos online of other people's multiplayer matches where it was running very smoothly. Right. Yeah, yeah, it probably can. It just it's probably just the old hardware. And the other thing is too, they're going to have a hard time optimizing it for a beta for all those systems, you know. Right. So, I mean, overall, like I'm keeping the overall judgment of the performance like reserved just because I can't judge how the game is actually going to run right uh based off of just the first public test flighting Are, uh, it's not even public this, does this have you hyped for it when it released like did this did this make it did this get you more excited for it playing it in the beta? um you know I I don't think it got me more excited for it strictly because we hit that point already whenever they first announced halo infinite what was it like three years ago when they showed mm -hmm. that just like rolling cg trailer of you know environments yeah. that right there if it was coming out within that year i think i would have been like crazy bouncing off the walls but it was just like cyberpunk almost yeah. at this point to where it's like I'm hype. You know I'm hype. Yeah. It was great getting on. The first few multiplayer matches that I had played, I was very much like, oh, yeah, this is great. But, I mean, like, already it's to the point that's like, so I played the thing. We know there's going to be more betas and test flights. I'm going to be interested to see how those shake out, if they're going to be public or not, um, and go from there. I don't think... The, uh, aside from them physically releasing the game, I don't think that there's anything that they can do or say at this point to change my level of hype for it okay. eventually coming out. Um, How but, much is the campaign going to be? Are they going to charge full price for the campaign? I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to go full price. That game better have a lot of hours in it then. If you're if you're making the multiplayer free to play. <laughs> And it better not be no fucking three-hour game for $60. Well, I almost wonder, though. It, well, it's probably going to be $70, honestly. Oof, better and be, it, that would be outright, I think, wrong. If, you, if you're giving away the multiplayer for free and then charging $70 for the campaign, it's a little well, insane to me. I, I wonder, though, if they would... I don't think it would be necessarily intentionally done like this, but them pricing a standard campaign, maybe a little bit longer than a normal campaign at full price, they could very well use that as leverage to push more people into Game Pass. Because again, if you have Game Pass, that's true. you're going to get this day one. That's so true. I would not necessarily be surprised if that was the secret master plan yeah, to make it make it overpriced with the intention of like you get the you get the first wave of people who are going right. to buy it when it comes out cuz normally honestly I would have been buying it day 1 as well but because it's coming out on Game Pass right whatever right right what's the point like right. unless the unless the DLC costs money what's the point 
Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. And that, and that's how Xbox thinks, too. They want you on the Games Pass. So that actually makes a lot of sense, too. E- even if it's not overpriced, if it's just a normal price, be like, yeah, well, who cares? We don't care about the price. We just want you on Games Pass. So it's got to cost something, you know? Right. Yeah, that's very it's very interesting theory. Interesting theory. So so overall good, no big concerns other than the frame rate dips that you yeah, encountered. No, and uh uh if if it all comes together and I'm able to, you know, push something out for like an actual like first impressions sort of video. Yeah. I promise I'll go more in depth and be a bit more concise. <laughs> I actually have three pages of notes written down upstairs in a notebook from when I played last night. Well, this is so, a this is a podcast, so you're you're allowed to just get kind of ranty on this. That's that's yeah. totally okay. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Uh yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I I think you covered it, man. I don't have any other questions, honestly. I would. Uh, do you want? You feel like moving to the next one? What if I told you no? Well, then we would stay on this and keep talking about Halo. So, theoretically, I could just hold us here for all of eternity. You could hold us here for the next 40 minutes, at which point I will end the show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have 40 minutes worth of talking in it. Cause I, cause I got shit to do. So, so if you really want to talk about Halo for another forty no, minutes, no, we're sure. fine. Especially, I mean, we're not entertaining. I, we don't have enough viewers to to care. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, let's go on. All right, all right. Glad you made right decision. Right decision. <laughs> Horrible gaming podcast. All right, so that brings us to our second talking point, and decidedly. Less fun and upbeat because uh, it's at this point where we have to talk about Blizzard, Neil. We we got to talk about Blizzard. Um, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but the sheer volume of evil shit they've done in the last like five fucking months is so much that we have to devote an entire talking point to it. So just run down the list here uh, that I know. Number one. Uh, they have been accused of tons of sexual harassment cases in the last, mm. like, whenever. So much so that uh, certain, I think, I don't think it was CEO, but somebody has actually apologized to their female employees. Uh, and World of Warcraft players actually organized a sit-in in their fucking video game for that. Uh, then... <laughs> They have actually hired a union-busting company to go in and try and deal with some of the labor disputes that they've been having with their actual labor force, which I don't think that's all sexual harassment. I also think that's like the 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 literal work conditions in their, their place is so bad that, yeah. the, that, that their people have actually started to organize walkouts because of this. They have hired union busters. And, and they're not even forming a union, Neil. They, they, they hired a company dedicated to break unions because their fucking conditions are so shitty that their employees are walking out. So they hired this, like, hitter company to get rid of that. Um... I, th- I think that's everything I know. Uh, was there anything that I missed? Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff, uh, a lot of the stuff, it, it's it's a lot of uh, sexual abuse, right, uh, right. you know, stuff like that. Uh, well, I, I, well, I don't know about necessarily abuse 
per se, but like, you know, right, it's just a lot yeah, of harassment. Yeah, behavior. harassment, inappropriate behavior. Um, just some top ones from the art, the IGN article that I had shared in the Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, just dudes walking into a breastfeeding room that yeah. they had. Uh, I believe I saw a separate article that asked somebody uh, about, it was uh, penetration testing for... Um, uh, for networking so so if people don't know uh to check to see how well your internet security is you do something called penetration testing to where somebody acts like a hacker and tries to you know expose all of the points that can be exposed and uh they were the individual in question was being asked if they liked being penetrated which is it's just yeah. Horrible, horrible. Just shit you don't say to somebody shit. in a situation like yeah. that. And as and far as the breast room thing, like if these women were like breastfeeding in public, like this is a special room they put aside so that these women could be in private to do that, you know? And these guys are like just walking in on them, you know? Yeah. That's um, terrible. That's, that's absolutely awful. Uh, apparently, you know, Activision Blizzard was all over social media constantly until all this stuff started breaking mm -hmm. and they haven't done said anything like that uh, uh since it's all happened i don't i don't know what it is going to take <laughs> well you know what's weird to me is i felt like I felt like EA got the like evilest company award like a couple of years ago and then Blizzard was like hold my beer you know uh, they've been yeah they've been for for the longest time you know just in a downward sort of oh. spiral with just PR bungles yeah and stuff when was like the last that. time you heard a good story about Blizzard like I I, um, I can't remember I mean the whole uh, Chinese debacle if you remember yeah. back with that yeah. with the Hearthstone it was two two years ago I believe yeah, yeah and, and then Jason the one guy for yeah. Jason Allen Brack had to had to come out and yep. do a non-apology where he apologized in general mm -hmm. and didn't like say what for. So like to those who didn't know what was going on, like you could assume that's what he was apologizing for, yeah. but he never named it outright. So right. it kind of makes an apology, you know, worthless. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah uh, there was something else that was just on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember at this point, but it's, yeah, I don't know what it's going to take for th this is not these aren't issues that are relegated just to Activision Blizzard, just to EA, just to Ubisoft. You know, they've just been the the latest ones in the parade of people who have been, you know, having all this stuff exposed. And well, and there's there's something to be said too, like like this isn't like an isolated incident. Is the thing. Right. This isn't like a thing that you could be like, ah, it's one time. Uh, somebody was wrong there. We got to deal with that. But like, like Blizzard is setting down a a a pattern of like absolute employee abuse, and and I mean to the point where their people are walking out. Like like if your if your entire workforce is walking is like organizing walkouts, you're doing something wrong. Like regardless of anybody's thought on any subject if you're a company and your workforce is like fuck this we're out like as a collective then you're doing you're doing something wrong and something needs to be looked at and corrected here and 
that's that's not that 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 doesn't seem that doesn't seem to be what they're doing because instead of instead of hiring somebody to help them with that they hire like basically corporate hitman like they're not hitmen but you know what i mean like they're the law version of hitman to like try and find legal ways to keep their people while also keeping them from walking out and shit like that and there's and from what i understand as well a lot of the uh activision blizzard employees have a forced arbitration clause in their employment agreement and for me like that is already that's a huge red flag yeah for yeah. anywhere to like it's almost in a soft admission of hey something's gonna happen <laughs> that you're not gonna like at some right. point right and before you do anything let's just talk about it it's all <laughs> it's almost the equivalent of like you know uh two siblings one of them hits the other one and says i'm gonna go talk you know, tell mom or something like that. And it's like, no, let's stop. Let's talk <laughs> about this first. Only it's, you know, required by law. And that, that there is messed up. It's that, like where you go to any sort of ride or attraction at like a fair or something. And they make you sign a waiver. Like, <laughs> like, wait, right. wait, why am I signing a waiver? How many people have gotten hurt on this? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's weird. It's a weird it's a weird thing to have like a backup plan to you being upset with me, uh, to have it in a contract, you know? Yeah. And that's for that kind of job too. Like, I mean, this isn't like a high end law firm or like a, a wall street or anything like that. It, this is, these are developers. Like it's built into the developers contracts, you know? And it's, it's this, I don't understand too. I don't. Maybe this just makes me old, I guess. But this bro culture that sort of leaks its way into every facet of like this game development, because that's what you always hear of all of these yeah, issues. Amazon and has a has a big reputation yeah, of that. The, yeah, the Amazon game. Yeah, yeah, Amazon. I mean, it's and still have like nothing to show for it. Um, I guess like two games, whatever. But right. Like, how can, how can you be an adult, an actual adult who has gone to school and or, you know, theoretically grown up and is, let's just say, even like 30 years old, go into work and act like you're in high school, just like there's stories of guys who are higher ups who literally do nothing but play call of duty all day mm -hmm. at activision yeah. and that's all they do and like even that even that ignore all of the harassment stuff right even just that would raise red flags for me it's like so why are we paying them you know whoever and then you got like higher up ceos you know like bobby kotick and everything you can't not know yeah. same with ubisoft stuff that was going yeah. on like Yves Jumeau, who is like it's a family company, Ubisoft. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Like there's there's no way that these people don't know that this is going on, which means it's quote accepted, and it's only addressed when it gets brought up out in the news. Yeah, I want to see 
what sort of steps that they actually take to take care of this. Well, because... we're not even just talking about the harassment stuff. Like, you you don't have that many people organize walkouts just for harassment. Their, their entire pattern of being an employer is shitty. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you're making that many people unhappy. Like, and, and I think it's, it is that bro culture at the top. It's, it's not even, it's like, it's probably, it's probably a pattern of employee just being shitty to your employees. And that's, that's, it's not good, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're taking the right steps either to, in any way, like, I think it's really weird in this day and age, in this climate for a company to have all this kind of come out and their response to it is to hire basically muscle. You know what right. I mean? Like I yeah. feel like I feel like how like it would be this is going to sound insensitive. I don't mean it to be, but time period wise, if this was 20 years ago and this 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 happened, right? Uh like I would I would see I I I don't think it's right, but I would see a company hiring muscle then. But in the current climate that we're in with how social media is to this stuff, how do you hire muscle in it? Like, how do you double down is what I'm saying, you know? Like, I, I, like do you I, understand what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. Like, like, that's... like the, it's a completely, like, it's insane to me. And, and you look at stuff like Ubisoft. Yeah. He said he didn't know about it, but Ubisoft seems to be taking steps to make it better. Ubisoft right. has not gotten more complaints. Uh, Ubisoft has only gotten better. They didn't. They didn't like double down on anything. People aren't walking out there, you know. Even EA, which was named like one of the shittiest companies ever three years ago, you know, it didn't have stuff like this happen. It didn't have like organized walkouts and like just constant berating shit and and certainly if it did i don't even think ea would have been like well let's get somebody in here to shut them up it would have been how do we make ourselves look better even if you're a shitty person you know even if you're a shitty person and you don't believe you did anything wrong you got to be smart enough to look at it and go okay we need to at least look like we feel like we did something wrong here or people are going to just keep shitting on us you know yeah. Like, does that make sense? Like I feel oh, like I yeah. feel like I'm coming off wrong. I don't I don't condone any of it, but like I just I just can't believe the steps they've taken in response yeah. to this. It's just it 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 doesn't just boggle my it just it doesn't just boggle me on like an emotional level. It boggles me on just a pure logic level. Like logically, if you looked at this problem just mathematically, I don't understand how they thought that was a good idea. You know. Well, I, I think there's there's a couple things. Like, first, you know, there's I I don't think that you know weeding out stuff like this is not something that can happen just by you know making a couple changes here or there. You know, it's one of two ways. It's either a slow, long, you know, drawn out process, or you go total scorched earth. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think those who are going the slower route, even those who go the quicker, you know, the Scorch Earth route, you know, there's still, I'm sure there's still stuff that we don't know about. There's people who have not come forward with various other things. And I don't think that this story is over with either. This story is just now starting to get, you know, starting to pick up and get some steam behind it. So I don't think we've heard the last of this. 
But I also think part of the problem is um, that game development almost has this idea behind it of, well, you are easily replaced. That's why things that have happened, even, you know, stuff that we've known for years, it's rampant through, you know, game development, something like, like crunch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. People do that because they know it's like, well, if you don't finish this project, you don't get any sort of bonus. You don't get your name in the credit. And, you know, if you don't do what we say, I mean, we got seven dudes standing outside right now who want your job. Yep. So they'll go ahead and just get rid of them. So I think it's one of those things, too, to they think that this is just another situation to where it's like, I look, either you guys fall in line or you're going to have to go somewhere else. What's That's why they're me, doing this, these moves uh, like this. I, w I would agree with you. I, I think that what's weird to me on this specific instance is the hiring of the corporate union busting uh, yeah. team because if if that's your thought process you just be like fire them all hire new ones you know what i mean and then and then that's what they do but they've they've instead hired a group of people to somehow make them legally go back to work which <laughs> that's crazy to me and what kind of product are you going to get if you win that you know and, and and what's even worse what's even worse is like as a consumer you you want to say well don't buy blizzard products right but you know who that hurts that only hurts the same people who are walking out and fighting for the rights because then they do fire them and they have a reason to lay them off to 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 service their bottom line you know so it's well, like it's like how how do you even help it's such a shitty situation and and I do want to say this just goes into the fact that the gaming industry is at a level where they're making all this money and they've gotten so big and there is no checks or balances for them. None. There is absolutely nothing for the big AAA companies. And you know what? Aside from how shitty these these, these employees have, have got, you can add that into what I'm about to say because this is also where the delays come, the excessive delays, the excessive lies, the shitty games you get everything it's because they're so big that they just don't give a shit about anybody anymore and and there's nobody who's going to hold them to task there's nobody that's going to hold them to task and I, I don't know how that oh, gets fixed you know no they they are held to task by one group of people who's and that? the and that's shareholders they do not care what happens all that matters is the game gets put out and the game makes money and makes money for the shareholders. Right. Especially somebody way at the top, like again, Bobby Kotick. He he is beholden to like that corporate like the, the, the shareholder group. So if he wants a raise, he wants to keep his job, this, that, and the other, he has to appease them. That's why you know, what was it, two, three years ago, they got rid of 800 people mm -hmm. and had a record year for for revenue because, you know, they got rid of all those people. They just pushed that that much further up. Yeah. You know, so no matter what, at the end of the day, I almost wonder if that is part of it. If, you know, they hired this union-busting group to go in to get people to go back to work through this forced arbitration... So that way, you know, they can just get back to churning stuff out and getting, you know, getting stuff made, more stuff, you know, in the hands of people because, you know, they have stuff in the pipeline that's coming. 
you know, they have like uh, it's Overwatch 2, Diablo yeah, 4, oh, yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, if people aren't working on it, all that means we're going to have to delay. We're mm-hmm. going to have to delay these games again, and the shareholders aren't going to like that. You know, it's all going back to, while I don't... The, the, well, and that's a problem, share- not a solution. Yeah. Because those, right. those, those people don't care if the game's good. They just care if they get money for when the game comes out, and and that's the problem. Like you get, especially with these AAA games, and that leads in that goes back to the hype, not even the shitty work condition, because that's why the hype train exists, because it gets people ravenous for whatever the product is, so they all run out and buy it, even though even if it's shitty, uh, and then the the shareholders. I mean, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk made a ton of money for them, like banner amounts of revenue, and it's the biggest disaster in gaming history, and it made them money. It made them so much money, they were able to go out and buy a fucking studio, you know? So, like, I mean, right there, like, that's what they care about. That's what these AAA games care about, and you're right about that, but that's not the, that's not the, that's not going to help them. The shareholder, the shareholders are not going to step in and say, uh, you're treating your employees bad. They're going to say, right. are we on target to sell Diablo 4? And the minute they say, yeah, then that's that, you know? So, like, it, there, there, is a, there is a problem in, in gaming. There really is. Yeah. And it's these AAA companies. And, you know, what's even weirder is you look at the, like, the, the quad A games that have been released in the last, like, year, right? Um, how many of them would you put on your Game of the Year list? How many of them were released without uh, without some sort of fucking controversy behind them? Right. None. Fucking none. I wouldn't have any. Like, my games of the year, uh, nowhere near this. Nowhere near this. With the exception of maybe Capcom. But Japanese studios seem to have their, in a lot of ways, their shit in order. Or at least they're not as open about the shit that goes on in their company, you know? Right. Uh, but... But yeah, I I don't know. I I don't there there's a level of like hey, you're going to go to work, you're not going to have fun. That's not what work is. Like that's that's how the world works and I get that. So there's a level of that. But there but when people are walking out in mass drones, you you as a company are treating your people terribly, you know? And 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 there's nobody around to stop it. And and I don't I don't know how to fix that, you know? I don't well, think it's I right. mean, yeah, I mean, one uh, one thing that I would offer, and I know you and I differ on this, but I mean, some sort of unionization or even just like an organization at a base level. You know, honestly, honestly, I don't know that I disagree with you on the union thing anymore. I, I, the problem is, is that unions are very easily corruptible, in my opinion. Yeah. In my experience, because I, I worked at a couple of jobs that had union workers there, and... It, it it's not always what it's cracked up to be, um, so I, I'm not a super big like go unions guy. Um, I will say this: I really, 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 really don't want the government to get involved. So like, if the solution is unions and not the government, great, let's do just do a union. But like, getting a union in the games industry at this point would be so utterly difficult. Like. How, how do you yeah. go about that? I mean, hell, as we've just seen, 
the employees at Blizzard are just walking out because of poor conditions. They're not even unionizing. They're just walking out because of poor conditions, and they've already got union busters in there to stop it. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm. It's weird. It's hard to to be on the wrong side of that, but, but like, workers of the world unite is a great concept. It's just anytime you have a bunch of people uniting, there has to be somebody in charge, and that person in charge has to want to be in charge. And I've never met anybody who wants to be in charge who wasn't kind of an asshole, who didn't want to be in charge for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's just that's just my experience with authority figures. Like, most of them, like, the way we do it in America is the people who want to be in charge, the amount of stuff they have to do to get in charge makes them not people you really want to be in charge anyway. You know, so like by that point, you get into this weird spot with unions because somebody's going to have to be in charge of that union and whoever it is. Well, I don't know if I trust them because I don't know if I'd trust me if I was the head of a union. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. No, I so, get it. But at the same time, something's got to be done. These companies are just evil. They're hurting everybody. They're hurting their own employees. They're hurting the consumers. They're hurting their industry. And something that really bothers me about this whole thing too is, and you know, when I started podcasting two years ago with Logan, I just loved video games. I absolutely loved it. Loved the world, loved everything about it. Wanted to dive into it deeper. And that's one of the reasons I started doing the channel, started doing the reviews, started doing the podcast. But the more and more I learn, the more sad I get about it. And what bothers me is this all corrupts such a beautiful and wonderful art form. And not to get sprinkly and frickin' uh, unicorny on everybody, but the art of video games is unlike anything in the world. It's absolutely beautiful when it's done right. It's absolutely amazing when you have just groups of hundreds of people coming together to tell a single narrative or even a huge narrative. The fact that there are narratives that exist that can include hundreds of millions of people at one time. Like, just there is nothing like gaming on the planet. There isn't. There is no way to escape the world and be in a new world like there is in gaming. It's absolutely a wonderful, beautiful place. But it's so covered in sexual harassment and crunch and shitty delays and shitty fucking everything else and and hype and bullshit and share hoarders and everything it's so corrupted by this like fucking undying greed that's there it just it just makes me so sad it, it sometimes it makes it hard to get on a podcast and talk about this thing that i just i just love so much and just watch it be slowly torn down and and destroyed by people who just all you need is just the the smallest amount of common courtesy nobody is asking for you to be saints nobody is asking for you to not care about money they're just asking for you to give them the common courtesy of private breastfeeding rooms the common courtesy of not Treating them like shit on a daily basis. Like the common courtesy of treating them like human beings. And that goes double for the consumers too. Just treat us like people instead of like cattle. And it just it just makes me want to cry, Neil. It really does. Because 
Like, how many things that Blizzard makes are awesome? There's plenty of things that Blizzard produces that's awesome. And it is all dripping in this fucking evil now. And that that makes it sad. It makes it sad and it makes it shitty. Yeah, I mean, it's... Sorry, that was kind of a rant. I got, no, I it's fine. Up. No, I mean, that's... That's very true of a lot of <clears throat> a lot of AAA companies at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's, we get stories all the time. Even if something just like just crunch that's like accepted at this point, and it's like not seen as like a huge crazy thing. If you think about that on its own, I mean, some of the stories that come out of it, it it's just ridiculous. But at this point, there's, I mean. Some people know about it, like, you know, stuff happening within the realm of games like you or I or people who listen to this podcast, yeah. you know, stuff like that who are in deep. They know about all this stuff. But then there's some people who only know about, you know, like just the game uh-huh. that just came out. Like they just know Call of Duty. They don't know, you know, right. who makes it. Well, and that's they the problem. Like that that's how I used to be. I used to be the guy who watched the E3 and got excited for every one of the announced trailers, you know. And now you spend 2 years in the trenches just looking at all the news stories, the insider news stories, and then it's like man, it's just depressing to me. It's just so depressing where gaming as an industry is right now because it's so amazing on the technical front and yet it's oh, it's so wrapped up in evil. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get on another rant because I could just keep ranting about this all day. But I will say this. Um, I I can't remember the last AAA game I played or got excited for. Well, Sea of Thieves. That's about it. Like, I mean, everything else I play is a double A or a single A. Um, and and it's it's more about the art there, you know? Did I lose you? No, I said yeah. Oh, it, it cut. You I out. wonder I if Discord, yeah, Discord cut me out. I, I, yeah. Every once in a while, we have little hiccups. But uh, is there anything else you want to add to this subject? Or you want to move on to odds and ends? No, I don't want to get depressed. <laughs> right, right. I, I just want to have a good cry now. Horrible gaming podcast. All right, that brings us to one. What is uh, the final segment? Because Neil continues to duck me on horrible arena, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, that would be odds and ends. We collect the smaller stories. They don't deserve a full talking point, but uh, you know, little things that we like to riff on. Maybe we like to tell you guys about it, and we just we just tell them here. And I got three. Neil's got three. So Neil's gonna go first. Alrighty. Um, so. Continuing on the Halo Infinite train, because a lot of information's come out, you know, just from the uh, from the test flighting and everything like that. Uh, Microsoft did a boo boo and uh, unintentionally leaked a truckload of spoilers for the campaign for Halo Infinite in the PC version of the beta. Mm, uh, Apparently. Yeah, uh, apparently they actually had to come out and do like a formal apology. Apparently, there's it can spoil the literal entire story as well as a huge plot twist <laughs> in the story. So, <clears throat> uh, 
be careful out there, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand uh, how you do that. I don't understand how you do that as a company. Like, how do you do that? How do you let that one slip, man? I don't know. Especially, like, this far out, too. Right. I remember... Right. I remember with Kingdom Hearts 3, they had that issue. They accident somehow they accidentally shipped copies before the street date. It was like a month, month and a half in advance. Right. I and that. like and they they came out and said, "Hey, yo, the games out there in the wild, just be careful when you're on the internet." I freaked out so bad because I had looked up like Kingdom Hearts stuff and everything on YouTube. I nuked my entire YouTube search history to clear out my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, hysterical. That's yeah, hysterical. Uh, yeah. Some people will go to great lengths to uh, avoid spoilers, but yeah, uh, be careful out there, guys. Uh, spoilers <laughs> abound. Uh, okay. Uh, so my first one is not going to be one you're too happy about unless you're happy about the fact that you predicted it but either way uh forbidden west horizon forbidden west has been that was my next one. Oh no we're gonna have a short show uh they they've delayed into 2022 so uh yeah surprising um... absolutely no one <laughs> i mean they did say they were on track for a holiday 2021 so like in fairness, they did say it was coming out in holiday, and they delayed. Nonetheless, I'm not super upset with this because there was no date. There was no concrete date anywhere. It was just a release window, and they pushed it back a little bit. So it is what it is. Yeah, honestly, at this point, I mean, it's it's a game that I know that I want. Right. Because I, I enjoyed for, uh, the first Horizon so much. Like, I'm, I'm very much ready for it. Uh, but... At the same time, we saw the announcement trailer and that one bit of gameplay that they showed. Right. They haven't done anything else outside of that. So, I mean, there's not enough out there to make it be like a all sad face sort of situation for me. But, like like I said, I'm not in the slightest bit surprised that this yeah. happened. I don't think there's a single person out there who was like, they did what? <laughs> they delayed it? No. I... Like, I I am gonna say, what the fuck is still coming out this year? Like, holy shit! Like we've the got only... like, like it's like Riders Republic. Like <laughs> that's it. Like I can't think of any AAA games that are coming out this year. Well, I guess Halo is supposed to still come out this year. I don't. I still don't think. Yeah, it's neither going do I. Be. That's one of my predictions, and I think I'm one hundred percent right about that. But uh, the only other thing uh, that. And it came out of left field, you know, at E3 this year, Metroid Dread. I mean, that's, that's going to be a huge one. I I see that being uh, an easy 9, 9 out of 10, you know, something like that. It'll probably be in the running for game of the year. But, well, you know, and in, sure, and the game's Nintendo's good. Nintendo's got a lot of stuff on track because they got the yeah. Mario Party one, too, if I recall correctly. Yeah, but like... <sighs> There's stuff like that though, like the Mario Party thing. The Mario Party thing, it's it's just like a remake compilation thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I still get it. I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, it's older stuff. But they have yeah, another one coming I, out though, don't they? In uh, Mario Party? No, no, no. Nintendo has another big one coming out this year. I thought. Uh, now I'm I'm failing to remember. I mean, I'm what sure there's something. Because uh, they have, like, a bunch in October, is what I remember. Because it's, like, Dread, 
the Mario Party one, and like one other thing I thought was coming out in like October. And for some reason, I I am completely blanking on it. But I thought they had another big one coming out. It's gonna be a Nintendo year. Uh, I'm I'm googling real quick because yeah, we have I the time to do this. Apparently, I don't know. um, <clears throat> I mean we do have the time to do this because we had the same one. Yeah. Oh, um. I think there the No More Heroes three is coming out this year. Oh, that's not what I would have talked Which, about. No, I mean no, I mean, it's a bigger but I mean game, the, but... it's yeah, it's you know. There was one that had like a concrete, like if I recall correctly, there was like three games coming out in October. And now, now, now it's it's going to drive me nuts. It's definitely going to drive me nuts. Um, and they were all announced at their E three show. Because that's one of the reasons I thought that their their show was the best show, without a doubt. Yeah, uh, I mean, without me actually like. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't go. Googling, googling. I uh, mean, it's, there's a Paw Patrol game coming out in August <laughs> too. I don't know if anybody cares. Don't about tell that. my kid about that. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> you'll be seeing that on Stella Show real fast. Um, okay, so I've got two. Then you only have one left. Then. Yeah, uh, okay. I, and I can just go through it real quick. Right. Uh, so you want to do that? I, I guess all of my odds and ends are Halo related, uh, or well, Microsoft, whatever. Uh, Krispy Kreme is going to be selling a special limited edition Xbox donut. <laughs> uh, it's going to be called the Nexus Level Donut. It's going to be decorated with the Xbox logo. Unfortunately for us, it's only going to be available in the UK and Ireland. Uh, <laughs> And uh, the donuts are going for it. It said in the article, two pounds ten. That's roughly three dollars each. <laughs> so that is a very expensive donut. That's something that you would get at like a craft donut place. Right. I think they actually are doing a Halo Infinite donut as well. Oh yeah, that actually reminds me. I can just segue off of this because it's the same one. There was, there actually was a Halo Infinite donut too. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, just, uh, but they may have inadvertently leaked the intended release window for Halo Infinite, (laughs) and apparently it's November, via the donut thing, because (laughs) I guess the advertising says you don't have to wait until November for Halo Infinite. Uh... So, there's a potential release window via donuts. Gotcha, gotcha. The do- the donut theory. <laughs> the donut window. Uh, the game that I was thinking of was WarioWare, which is kind of stupid. It's not a big one. But ah. That is the one I was thinking about because it comes out in September. It's like September, October, October for Mario Party and then the uh, Mario Party Superstars and then uh, uh, the other one that we were talking about. All right, so what do you got next? Uh, so what do I have next? I have... Uh, all Nintendo news after that, surprisingly enough. Uh, Dr. Mario World, that would be the mobile version of Dr. Mario, uh, will be unplayable after November 1st. They are completely shutting it down and taking all the servers offline. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you want to play it, play it now, because it ain't going to exist in uh, you know, a few months. I, I love puzzle games, and I had downloaded that and had it on my phone for a minute. But the uh, the the whole microtransactions and stuff you like 
had a set number of moves to clear the board out and if you didn't then it's like i'll oh, give us 99 cents and you can have three more moves and mm. like it was and that's, it, unless that's standard you were mobile stuff though I mean, in fairness, uh, yeah. that's standard mobile stuff. I, yeah, I actually I was got the Dr. Mario one, and I liked it. I actually played through a few worlds of it. I did fall out of it, though. But it, it's kind of like a Candy Crush thing to me. It was like Nintendo's Candy Crush, which yeah. is exactly like that. Like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know that it – I mean, obviously, it doesn't have enough players to warrant it being around anymore. You know what I mean? But uh, I think Nintendo has already kind of announced their foyer into uh, mobile stuff has uh, taken a turn, you know? Yeah, I, I don't... I, I think from, like, the quality level of what Nintendo puts out on their, like, actual, like, consoles and everything, mm -hmm. and then you compare that against the mobile stuff. I mean, yeah, sure, you have the characters and everything, but all of those games, you can literally just slap whatever property in, and it works just yep. the same. Yep. And that's the thing that sucks. Like, even the uh, the Fire Emblem game. The Fire Emblem game that they put out, I was all about for a minute. I would stay up. I'd play that bad. thing for, like, two hours every single night, because I like those tactics games. Mm -hmm. But eventually it got to the point that it was like, <clears throat> there's a bunch of different currencies and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh you know you you got to this point like if you're really good and plan your moves perfect then you can maybe get through a fight but if not like oh you got to spend money for power-ups and it's right. like i'd once yeah. you get into that realm like it's no <laughs> just yeah no. yeah i completely agree i i also think that like while dr mario was free to play and that didn't work so Obviously, it was wrong. I didn't like that they made you spend money for the other two, the the Mario Kart and the Mario Infinite Runner one. Yeah. Uh, you had to actually spend money on them, and I'm not going to spend money on a mobile game. Like, I'm not going to do it. It's a mobile game. No, it's bad. I don't want it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, if it's not free to play, I'm not playing it on my phone. So, I don't know. I think that was a weird choice, too. But And then finally, my last one... Uh, Animal Crossings or uh, New Horizons—they're doubling down. Like a lot of people thought that their uh, their content would be ending uh, since it's I think like two years now since it came out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but they've said no. We have another full year of content planned and possibly more than that. So they will continue to do updates to it. They will continue to add on new features, new new stuff. There's already been data mining where they might be adding the cafe that everybody's been wanting. Uh, so yeah, so there's going there's Animal Crossing is staying with it, and I don't play Animal Crossing anymore. I should say that right now. I haven't played it in a while. Uh, my kid plays it and loves it. She does not play it in the way that it's meant to be played, but she plays it and loves it. Um, that being said, I, I still love that this, that they, they, they have a product and they just keep making stuff for it. There's nothing shitty or evil in it. Uh, it's, it's a triple A game. That's just, I mean, it's not for everybody. It really isn't. But at the same time, it's just, there you go. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think they've I think done it... games as service, right? Is what I, what I meant to say. Yeah, I think they need to. I, I think they need more than just like the seasonal stuff. 
um the seasonal stuff is like all right you know it gives you some like and every three four months it gives you like a new slate of things to do slash look They've forward to more and than that's the seasonal fine. stuff though right that's the thing yeah. it's like i know there's like the swimming and everything mm -hmm. like that too the art uh, stuff yeah the art stuff uh i actually uh fun fact when we were on vacation i jumped back on for the first time into animal crossing for a very long time um and i don't know if other people have experienced this or not uh kayla plays on a very regular basis still mm -hmm. if she wants to give me stuff she'll just dump it in my yard <laughs> <laughs> so i i come out of my house and i just have a litany of stuff just sitting in my yard <laughs> So I had to pick it all up and deal with all that. Oh, Meanwhile, right. the only reason I turned it on in the first place was to go to my one friend's island and get apples because that was the only fruit that we were missing on the island. Mm. And then come find out, uh, and come find out that I didn't even have to do it. So I literally like popped out, picked up the garbage in the front of my house, said, yep, this looks nice and went back. <laughs> You know, my kid has turned my island into a trash pile wasteland. Like, ah. there's just shit everywhere. She's figured out how to start doing, like, terrain, even though I don't know how she's done it. So she's messed up my roads. Um, oh, there's no. Just, there's just shit everywhere. Like, it's, 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 like, if I went in and tried to clean up after she changed my flag somehow, she's also <laughs> figured out how to do the custom designs. So her character is covered in custom designs. I'm like, how did you even do that? Uh, like she's like it's it's crazy. The island is wrecked. Actually, we did two Stella's shows on it too. Uh, I think they're airing this Tuesday and the next Tuesday. They are boring ass episodes. Boring ass. <laughs> I I think I only do them. They're only like ten twelve minutes tops because I'm like I can't force my watchers. We're like we're gonna use lose viewers if we keep doing this. But she absolutely loved it. We went through a house tour and then we went through like the museum on the second episode and it was it was just so ridiculous i did get her to play streets of rage though that was exciting she actually requested uh, to play it she requested oh, to play it yeah i was watching oh. yeah up up down down was playing it once and i was watching it on there and she was like what's this game and i was like it's streets of rage 4 and he she was like can we play that game and i was like we can play that game anytime <laughs> like anytime you want to play that i will play that game with you and so far, we've played that game once every day since <laughs> since she found out. <laughs> so that's oh very exciting. That's very exciting. So that's that's my last odds and end, man. I'm I'm all done with my odds and ends. Alrighty. All right. Well, I believe that is the end of it all. Okay. Horrible gaming podcast. That. My friends, brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Neil, anything special you would like to promote? Well, like I said, I'm going to try to push something out for Halo Infinite, the beta. I, I did some capture, and I have some notes taken, so I'm going to try to at least collect my thoughts and get something out there. It's not going to be super in-depth. It's not going to be you know anything like I've put out before. It's just going to be something to get it going. Uh, to give you guys a bit more in-depth view of what I experienced and what the overall is going to be like, going into like the function of all the different weapons, what I experienced, the layout of some of the maps potentially. Um, so there's that. And segueing right off of that, there's Halo Infinite Road, 
uh, we started doing the Halo OD- Halo Three ODST, and uh, we I I learned that it is a very short game apparently, <laughs> and we are blasting through it. Blasting through it. So yeah, we started it, and we're almost finished with it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I'm I'm not sure how long this season is gonna run. I don't know if we can do anything to pad it out. Maybe we can jump into like firefight and yeah. just do stupid stuff for a minute. Yeah, we'll probably have um, at least an episode of Firefight, I think. I think. And then after that, we're on to Halo Reach. Yeah, yeah, and that will be the first game I have never played. Oh, I love Reach. Reach. Love Reach. Four and five. I have never played any of them. So, here's a question: Are we going to do five? Why wouldn't we do five? Well, it's not on the PC. It's not in the PC at all. Uh, to my knowledge, I think Forge is the only thing that's available on the PC. Halo 5 Forge is the only thing, I think. Outside of that, it's just like on the Xbox. Well, then we can't do it. Like, if it's not... It, it's completely exclusive to Xbox? I do believe. I'm not um, 100% on that. I'm going to... in Games Pass now and searching because that's that's insane to me. with Especially with their messaging... It is not on the... Wait, what's that? No, that's... It's not on the PC. Mar- yeah, I about to say... It's Halo Wars 2 is what comes up if I search Halo 5, which is weird. I don't know why they wouldn't bring up Master Chief Collection, but yeah, Halo Wars 2 is the only thing that comes up. That is insane. Why wouldn't it be on the PC? I, I don't know. I think that's... That's right before Microsoft started getting into the whole everything's on PC and Xbox thing. They're going to put it in Master Chief Collection eventually then. I, I mean, don't think so. Gonna, they have I, to. It's well, all Master they, Chief games. I don't know. They've they've pretty much the people have asked that exact question. They said no, no, no. We have no plans. We have no plans. I can't imagine it would be a simple task to put Halo 5 in it, but at the same time, they're treating the Master Chief Collection like a live service game. I mean, we're yeah. on season eight of multiplayer, I think, right now. Yeah, and they so, keep adding I mean, new games and stuff too. Well, like Reach they just they got did added. say, yeah, I about to say Reach originally was not Halo ODST wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. I don't think either. No, so they eventually originally. added those, but I mean, porting those two over and porting over like an entire Xbox One title that wasn't designed for pc in mind that might be a little bit more of a heavier lift well i don't know we might not be able to play it then it might just be four because i'm i mean we could play it on xbox but that would be real tricky for me at this point because of my problems yeah like because like if i had all my usb ports i would say yeah we'll just connect through discord on my phone well, well, we'll connect. We'll both record the audio. You'll send me your half of the audio. I'll record the footage on my Xbox through normal yeah. catch, box, uh, catch ups. But uh, my, both two of my USBs are dead, so I don't know if I can pull that off anymore, honestly. Well, Zach, just buy a new Xbox. That's all you have to do. Oh, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, just buy like a new that. Xbox. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Totally. You know, totally. And then total random- while I'm looking for a new apartment because my wife kicks me out of the house, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'll be able to play it in the street. 
Um, complete, okay. completely random sidebar, though, not to okay. go off too far. I was about to say, uh, we're in the plugs. I like, know, we can't, I know. We can't do too the much Walmart, of this. I know. The Walmart uh, over near us, we've been in there three separate times. They've had uh, Series S's in the store. Oh, yeah. So they're starting They're starting to be a thing. I don't, like I said, I don't think I'm going to get the new ones. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get any of the new consoles. I think I'm done with I mean, consoles for now. If I get one, it's going to be the X. It's not going to be the S. Well, and and that's the thing. Like, what would an S really do for me? The, the, like, for video games, I play them on the, the PC or I play them on the Switch. Like, I don't play anything on my Xbox anymore other than uh, 2K2019, uh, WWE, and I only do that for capturing for OMGW. Right. And eventually, my hope, my true, utter hope, is that since they took a year off, WWE 2K22, which is coming out this year, is not going to be a shit show. Um, and I will be able to update my thing, which will suck because one more time I will have to make all those fucking characters again. But uh, I will get it on the PC so that I never have to use the Xbox again anyway. You should do, like, an alternate dimension one-off to where you just have, like, random fighters that you create, but you do it in 20. Because I imagine <laughs> I imagine 20's gotta be cheap at this point. It is, <laughs> and I, from what I understand, they kind of fixed a good amount of the bugs, but not all oh, of them. Oh, boo. Uh, yeah, so I don't, think, I don't think it's one of those where, like, the teeth is still coming out of their faces or anything like that. Because <laughs> I see people stream 20 all the time. Like, I see people stream it. Because people do what I do, but they do it, like, as, like, streaming and shit. And they do yeah. it with the actual characters. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of people do the original, you know, league completely from the ground up sort of thing that we do, so. Right. All right, well, now to get the plugs back on. Uh, <laughs> yes, Halo ODS, uh, uh, Halo Infinite Road Season 4, and that's Halo Infinite Road. Not Halo Road to Infinite, Escapist, you sons of bitches. And I'm saying this right now. Oh, good, you saw that. Because okay. I know you motherfuckers listen to us, and I know you stole that shit. They're, they're, they're a, a, a YouTube channel that is doing a show about all the Halos, and it's called Halo The Road to Infinite. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Because I know you're need... listening to us, and I know you stole our shit, just like IGN has stole our shit before. Just because you're big doesn't mean you can steal us little guys' shit. Fuck you guys. Fuck tweet you at him. Tweet at him. I'm not going to tweet at him. Oh, boo. I got better things to do than tweet. Boo hiss. It would be fun. It would be fun. Okay, download Twitter and you do it. Nothing I, no, nothing on Twitter is fun, Neil. I, I can, I I can assure you of that. I, I, I don't have, have Twitter. Twitter. Nothing on Twitter is fun. The reason I have Twitter is to just promote my shit. That's it. Because nothing on Twitter is fun. It is all just hateful bullshit. Um, so aside from that, uh, I'm not going to do big plugs because – We've been doing plugs now for like 10 minutes and only plugged two things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please just check out everything that channel has to offer. I, You know, I'll plug my streams because they're doing really good. I've been trying to do uh, Mr. X Nightmare Survival Mode every Monday or Tuesday night. Like one or the other, Monday or Tuesday night. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to it this week because I got a big week plan. But, and then we got... Uh, uh, 
the launch stream, 11.05 on Wednesdays. I'm playing State of the K2. Uh, and Neil, I am in my fourth community right now. And they've all carried through. I've had one character who's been in all of them, and she's an absolute badass. And just, like, the narrative of that show, that stream from start to finish is one of the things I'm most proud of. Uh, so check that out, 11.05 a.m. It's a good show to watch on your lunch break if you're bored. Uh, and then every other week, which I think this is a other week, uh, we I do see a noobs with either Jason or Danny or both. Possibly a new person. We got this person who really wants to jump into it So from Indonesia, so that might be fun and crazy. Uh, but we play Sea of, sea of Thieves, um, and we're going through the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff right now, which is really good. Uh, so yeah, so check those out. Um, other than that, guys, you can just check out everything the channel has to offer. We have content every day here. Uh, you can contact us on Facebook at OldManGamingDH. You can contact us on Twitter at OldManGaming9. You can join our Discord. The link's in the description below. You can influence this and all of our shows from there. And uh, guys, we love love that you guys listen to us. We really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, that's it. As long as you guys keep listening and watching, we'll keep making them. See you guys next week. I'm sorry. I got a little out of hand there. I apologize. No, you're fine. I just it's it just depresses me so much. It it really does. It really does. It, it really gets to me. Um I All mean, right. At this point, I I like I've been I've been watching like Jim Sterling for years. Right. At this right. point. So like a lot of this stuff, I used to get like super fucked up about it. The last thing that I got like crazy like are you shitting me is like when they refer to people who buy like microtransactions as like whales and shit like that right that was the last thing i was like what no they don't and like he showed in the one video like a guy at, who was giving a talk at a seminar who literally was like intentionally speaking like a drug dealer <laughs> right for, for stuff like that it's like oh we give them the first one free and then we get them hooked and we force them to come back right. because they're already hooked on that thing that we gave them for free I'm like oh god it's just it's just got so much evil in it like yeah and and I there's plenty of levels of evil in other art forms but none of them are so attached to me you know what I mean right and it's like this one is and it and I've always been into gaming I've always been a huge gamer but like the last two years I've been really digging into this shit obviously because we're running a channel and it just and it just gets to a point where you're like holy shit there's just so much crap in this in this industry now like and it's probably all, always been there you know what I mean but like the other thing is too they're making more money than they've ever made and it's like ah oh man it's like wall street guys in the 80s you know right i i don't know it's that's just that's actually that's a really good comparison i mean that's what it is to me it's fucking the wolf of wall street but it's fucking game development and i think i think in fucking 20 years from now if we're lucky enough to be alive those are the movies we're going to be seeing is fucking the new Leonardo DiCaprio talking to the camera about how <laughs> he can sell anybody anything on a microtransaction you know I, I need to know. watch Wolf of Wall Street that's that's one of, that's always been a movie that I wanted to see can we get through one fucking show or podcast where you don't tell me where I don't say a movie and you don't tell me I've never seen it <laughs>
I, I like I've had every intention. I've had every intention. <laughs> but like I'll literally you, though, every time we record, it's every time we record, Neil. I'll be like this, and you'll be like, oh. I need to watch that. I'm like, God damn it, Neil. 